I hereby introduce to you, Mr. Michael Veazey. We're here talking with uh, the wonderful Greg Mercer of Jungle Scout, uh, amongst many other products now. And um, so, Greg, I wanted to, we've, we've covered the basics very, very nicely in your usual, very clear-minded, keep it simple way, which is really, I think, that the thing you offer um, the listeners and, and, you know, generally the Amazon community is just fantastic for people just starting out. Um, let's delve into a little bit more of the detail of how to find the products with some of the nitty gritty areas. The first thing you mentioned earlier about um, patents or copyright or any kind of intellectual property or IP as it's normally known, um, or licensing, uh, it is included in that. How do you find out about products um, and what are the sort of warning signs that you might have a problem in your hands? Yeah, sure, all good questions. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not a lawyer, but this is what I've kind of like learned from it, okay? Um, so we'll talk about two different things. We'll first start with patents. Um, so with patents, for anyone who's not familiar, uh, in the U.S. and in Europe and other uh, most uh, developed areas of the world, you know, if you've um, developed a proprietary type uh, device, then you know, a proprietary invention, then you can get a patent like on certain parts of it. Okay, so this means that like. I've developed this really cool latch. You know, no one else can use this latch. It's my invention for as long as this patent lasts. So we can't sell these products. Or I guess you can, but uh, if you do, you know, the person who owns the patent is probably going to come after you um, and uh, try to sue you, try to get you to stop selling it, et cetera, et cetera. So it's bad. We don't want patented items. Um, with, so how do you identify if a product is patented or not, okay? Um, the the very comp or I should say expensive way is to hire a lawyer and have them do like a full patent search and it costs quite a bit of money and takes some time and there's a lot of headaches. Okay. So that, that, but that would be like the most sure way that you would guarantee that way that it's not patented. What I normally do is first of all, I look for like red flags that an item might be patented. So if the particular item looks uh, like one of a kind, something that I've never really seen before, um, has a very, I could say, like, um, yeah, just like a unique uh, little part of it, um, then there's like a good chance that it could be patented, okay? So that'd be like the first like red flag that I'm looking for. Another red flag that I'm looking for would be they're the only one selling that type of product on Amazon or on anywhere else on the internet. You know, if there is eight people selling this garlic press, uh, it's probably not patented because the patent holder would probably be going after all the other people selling that garlic press. So um, that's something else I look for. Uh, one really easy way that might not seem too obvious for people is a lot of times if you hold a patent, you'll have it in the description of your Amazon listing or on the original inventor's website. They'll say the patented spring closing lid, whatever, you know. Um, so that's a good place to look. And then a lot of times you can just Google. Um, so let's see, my computer's on a computer stand right now. Um, this is called, the particular computer stand I'm using is called the Roost. I could just Google Roost patent and see if anything pops up. And for this particular one, I think it is patented. So they'd probably show up some uh, Google search results of maybe where the original patent was filed or the, uh, the creator's website or um, the patent office or whatever else. So, those are all good ways that um, you can usually, with 98% confidence, decide whether a product's patented before you have to hire an attorney. 
Uh, so that's what I, I um, prefer to do. If, at, if I've done all those things and I still think there's a good chance it might be patented, to be completely honest with you, I usually just ditch the product idea instead of hiring an attorney because I don't like hiring attorneys. It costs lots of money and it's always headaches. and <laughs> So that's what I prefer to do. Excellent. Yeah, good. So again, it's keeping it simple. Like it's a, not a bad bit uh, of advice generally. And the thing is that, yeah, it's a risk aversion thing. I guess if you really think through all the possible things that could happen, you'd never get started in business. That's the trouble really, isn't it? That, there's always right. something that can happen. A um, sure. couple of other things I wanted to talk about in terms of di diving a bit deeper into the sort of basics of um, competition. Um, what do you think about um, the idea of brand dominance? Is that something that worries you or not? For example, if I decided to sell running shoes, I'd probably need my head examined because I'd, well, I haven't even tried, so I don't know if this is true on Amazon. That I'd, I'd expect to see Nike in the brand name for sort of six or seven out of the top, um, say, 16 on page right. one. So would that be a factor that would worry you? And how, how much does it worry you? How much do you take that into account? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, so... I try not to sell any product that um, people, like you said, there's brand dominance or people are very brand loyal, okay? Um, like most people, if they're buying running shoes, they want the Nikes, right? It's like, I don't know if it's because they're more sure that they're gonna be more comfortable or work better or you just want that kind of like status symbol that you're you know, buying like the more expensive shoes um, or whatever it be. But most people want one of these brand name uh, shoes, like whether it be Nike or Reebok or whatever. Um, so that would be like a particular item that I'd want to stay away from. Uh, in comparison, if we think of something like, I'm not very creative, so I have to look around the room here. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's a, a clock, like an alarm clock over there. Like, I don't think I really care who makes my alarm clock, right? I'd probably, yeah, I'd just probably go over whichever one has the best ratings. Um, the, maybe like the shirt or, you know, my wife just walked out of the house in her yoga clothes. She likes, you know, like the Lululemon uh, yoga clothes, right? Like the brand name stuff. Um, so a lot of times like apparel, uh, clothing, um, uh, I'm trying to think what else. I'd say some electronics, like higher end electronics. Like most people want a brand name television or computer, not like a knockoff they never heard of. Um, so these would be all items that there's like a, a lot of times like strong brand dominance or brand allegiance and the people want the brand. So now some of the examples we just named there are pretty like clear cut, right? Um, then, so there's a clear cut ones, which I think are no brands. So there's a lot of ones in kind of this gray area, right? Like, okay, like do people care, um, if their kitchen mixer is made by KitchenAid or would they you know, be willing to buy like a private label one? And usually how I determine this is look how well the KitchenAid mixer is selling versus the private label type items, right? So if I search for kitchen mixer and the KitchenAid one ha is selling 3,000 units per month, whereas the private label one's only selling 100 a month, uh, that'd be a red flag for me. If the KitchenAid mixer is selling 1,000 a month and the private label one's selling 600 or 700 units a month, it's like, okay, it seems like people are willing to purchase this off name that they've never heard of uh, type mixer. Um, so yeah, that, that's a good way to, to determine. You know, It's like if the brand name one is capturing like 90% of the sales or almost all of the sales, then it's probably something that you should be hesitant about selling because that kind of signifies that people really like the brand name item.
Great. Well, that makes sense. And that's kind of consistent with your uh, approaches, your engineering background is you're basically following the numbers to give you the answer to that question. Yeah. In other words. Makes total Certainly. sense. And, that, and that's the, the most reliable place to start, I'm, I'm sure. So 